0: Welcome to the Bragworthy Culture Podcast, where leaders share how they've created a company so incredible their employees have to tell their friends about it. And now, here's your host, Jordan Peace.
1: Welcome back to Bragworthy Culture. This is your host, Jordan Peace. And today is a very unique episode of the Bragworthy Culture. Typically, as you know, we interview people leaders or founders about how they built a Bragworthy Culture garnering ideas and strategies for how to show love to your people, value each individual uniquely, and how to be sure that your employer brand speaks clearly and loudly in the marketplace. Today, however, we're talking to two founders who have recently struck up a partnership between their companies in order to provide a powerful tool, a tool that will help organizations like the ones that we talk to both build and maintain the type of bragworthy culture we love to have on the show. So first, let me welcome Troy Vincent, founder and CEO of Navigate and Jason Murray, co-founder and head of growth at Fringe. That was a mouthful. Guys, welcome to the podcast.
0: Great to be here, Jordan. Thanks for the time. And I appreciate the energy behind the opening. That's fantastic. (laughs) All right. Thanks for having us. Excited to be here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited as well. We don't talk about Fringe on this podcast ever. Uh, our our listeners probably know that I'm one of the co-founders, but I don't self-promote here. So today I'm breaking all the rules and Fringe is going to be a big topic, but as is Navigate, maybe more importantly. So Troy, let me start with you. Navigate's been growing and flourishing for some time now, but not everybody that's listening maybe knows the story. And so we'd love to hear for the sake of our listeners what Navigate does, the story of how you got here, how COVID and sort of remote first culture has impacted your your company. And then ultimately, of course, how you found Fringe and decided to to partner.
0: Yeah, you bet. So, you know, all good things come from your mom and you need to listen to your mom at all times, right? So, (laughs) Navigate really came from me learning from a mom who was in HR for 35 years at a rural hospital system about all the things that she was trying to bring the culture together, bring people together and really engage their employees in a way that helped them in all aspects of their health, their happiness, um, why they work there, the purpose of why the hospital existed. And so Mm -hmm. kind of learning that all through my life, I had the opportunity to create a technology company that was very purpose-driven on how we engage employees where they're at and then connect to them on their overall well-being. And really start to look at how can we build and and really architect a culture of care, and say how can we assist you where you're at. Um, Here's some things that we'd love for you to do in your experience here as an employee. But then also look and say how can we connect your purpose to the purpose of our organization as well. And through that listening and listening again and being collaborative with the amazing partners that we have, we've been able to you know 14 years later build an organization that works with nine of the largest healthcare systems in America, works with some large manufacturers. It also has a keen desire to help our small to mid-sized businesses with their business goals, their mission, and their, how they're trying to put their values into their culture. So as you can imagine, having that well-being background and that employee engagement background, when, when COVID hit, we were almost a life raft mm-hmm. when it came to delivering communications, making sure people knew they were supported, making sure that, hey, how can we connect you with what you need and how can we pivot quickly in this hybrid marketplace that we're in right now when it comes to where people are working? And so feel pretty privileged to be able to help in the healthcare space and where we're working with someone's health, but then also pretty privileged to ask and say, you know, how can we connect, communicate, how can we make sure people know and utilizing our services to really provide that comprehensive support during a tough time. And so when we look at that, that's where kind of where we came, kind of the present tense. And if we look at the future and we look at the the partnership of why I really got our entire team, quite frankly, got jacked up about fringe, was that when we think of engaging a diverse and multi-generational workforce, we need to expand our benefits and we need Mm -hmm. to, what I call catch them in the flow of their life. So mm. how can we be with their flow, right? And so when we looked at Fringe, we looked at here's a redefining opportunity for us to make an employee perk benefit that is unique to the individual. And if you're Nancy Vincent, HR back in the day, retired now and, and make me make, make my, drive my dad crazy and all the fun things they do together. <laughs> but like when you're thinking about any HR person we're going to ask our folks and we're going to listen. What benefit do you need? What can we help you with? And you're going to get a thousand answers. And then we're going to do two or three things where we look at fringe and say, hey, now we can support you on an individual personalized basis. Hmm. And as anything is moving forward, right? It's that personal ecosystem that I create on my phone amongst my people. And as a company, what, what ecosystem am I creating as a benefit To help recruit, help retain, help reward in this, again, this diverse and multi-generational workforce. And Fringe can bring that to fruition. Hmm. And what it also does too is this is part of the, uh, maybe the CEO in me is that I looked at Fringe as a one-stop shop. So if I want Weight Watchers, if I want talk space, if I want different things, I can use my relationship with Fringe to turn on all these things underneath one roof. Mm-hmm. And that helps me connect. It helps me administratively because I have one contract. And it also looks and say how flexible we are in a workplace that needs to be flexible, in a benefits program that needs to be flexible, right. and in an immediate value to over 130 different flows that are related to people's lifestyle. Right. That's what we see the future going in employee well-being, employee engagement, and benefits moving forward in the future, that personalization approach. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of like where we were, how we got started, the present tense, and where we see the future, and -hmm. how we can directly connect to an organization's overall mission and the individual as well and bring those values together.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. And and for listeners that love bullet points, some life gems in there that I pulled out and wrote down in my purple Sharpie that I always use, listen to your mama, listen and listen again. and then catch them in the flow of their life. I loved that. I really love that expression. Jason, our listeners, they knew a bit about me. I don't shy away from the fact that I'm one of Fringe's co-founders. But like I said, I also avoid promoting Fringe on the podcast because that's not what the podcast is about. It's not about me or about Fringe. However, (laughs) it's about building an incredible culture. So our listeners literally may not know what Fringe is, although Troy's just done a wonderful job expressing some of the value proposition there. So Jason, would you mind sharing kind of what Fringe is? And like I asked Troy, how Fringe got from infancy to today?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. And, you know, excited to kind of get up here on my soapbox every once in a while and preach about Fringe some, because <laughs> uh, it is something that we're very passionate about and very excited about this partnership. So, you know, Fringe got its start for our listeners. Jordan and I actually go back a little ways. Uh, we worked in financial planning prior to Fringe and, One of the reasons that we started Fringe in the first place was this notion that we discovered of how little employees understand and appreciate their traditional benefits. So, you know, we were working with hundreds of clients having conversations about what's a max out of pocket and you know, how do vesting schedules work and what's restricted stock. And so there was this realization for us of companies are spending literally tens of thousands of dollars per year per employee on these benefits that really aren't appreciated. They're certainly not appreciated to the level of investment that's being made by the organization. And Mm -hmm. the other thing that we saw too is A lot of these benefits, 401k and retirement, health insurance, have really just become table stakes. Employees kind of take them for granted. So no matter how good they may be, employees these days are really looking to the employer saying, well, what what else are you doing for me? So I love what you said, Troy, about creating or architecting this culture of care, because that's really the space that we saw an opportunity with Fringe is to say, well, hey, there's a whole category of somebody's life that doesn't involve them being sick or dead or disabled or retired to benefit from, Mm. that is really, really valuable to employees in their day-to-day lives. And so we created at Fringe, a platform for these personalized lifestyle benefits, uh, where the idea really is pretty simple. Employees can curate from a menu of options, a very specific set of services that carry high weight and high meaning in their day-to-day lives, while also solving that problem that you mentioned to Troy of, you know, our, our people leaders out there are surveying their people. They're getting a thousand different responses of what everyone wants and having to pick those two or three and still missing a pretty broad swath of their employees and infringe what we're really able to say is, hey, you know what? You can stop guessing at what those employees want. We really have here those things that they desire. And it also simplifies that vendor administration because our team is fantastic. They've gone out and built all those and put them in place so that people teams don't have to administer all of those things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to mention, I said infancy to today. And my question, Fringe, you know, if we're really honest, is not that many years beyond its infancy, right? It's not a 14-year-old organization. It's not as well-established as Navigate. And so for a young company, it feels to me like, making wise decisions about when the partner and more important, who you partner with is a big deal, right? Because you're charting the course of, of your organization. So what was it about, Jason, what was it about Navigate's approach to business or about Troy <laughs> or, or about the way that they serve employees that, in other words, why partner with Navigate?
2: Well, I'd say, first off, they're fantastic people. And so that was one of the first things that was really impressed it's upon sick, me is uh, Troy and his team really demonstrate uh, care and a humility that I think is really rare in my experience. And so I think as an organization, us valuing those things, we're attracted to mm-hmm. that and the partners that we work with. And so that was the first thing. I think the second is the missions aligned very, very well. Uh, so as Troy got talked about, what they're all about and why Navigate exists in the world, you know, we felt like, well, hey, we're out there kind of solving the same problem. We want to help employees be happier and healthier and give employers the tools to do that in a much simpler and easier way that kind of meets the need of the times. And then I think, you know, specifically around this partnership, one of the challenges that we face at Fringe is how do you help organizations budget around things like fringe. You know, this is sort of a new category. We talk to a lot of employers that say, hey, fringe is amazing, but how do we fund it? How do we start carving out budget from different places in our organization so that we can do these unique and creative programs that are going to be meaningful to our people. And so with Navigate, that's something that they've got a ton of experience. As Troy mentioned, 14 years, they've been working with organizations and consulting with them on how to allocate those dollars effectively to build culture, mm-hmm. enhance the employee experience. And so really, for all three of those reasons, it just felt like the the perfect partnership for us. I, I agree. <laughs> that, that, that's a great answer, Jason.
1: <music> Troy, I'd love to hear, you, know, you guys have a, a large, impressive client base already. In my mind, it, did, it didn't really appear anything was lacking right, from your organization. So I just would love to hear how you've gone from this incredible value proposition and what you hope the partnership with Fringe, how, how you hope that enhances and really makes what you guys do even better.
0: Yeah. And Jason, I appreciate the kind words. I I have a saying that those that travel the high road of humility and technology and health are not bothered by heavy traffic. I've stolen that from history, but my version of, but I mean that to a degree where if you have the mindset that you are here to assist someone's health, mm-hmm. then you should feel privileged around that. And when people come to you and say, you know, we're trying to make sure that our nurses and our doctors are taken care of sending them cookies and and all those kind of things is not what they want what they want is to be able to concentrate on what they're doing and helping them so when I look at uh, a perfect opportunity is the giant health systems that we work with and the mental well-being that is being addressed and, and needed to be addressed with these groups fringe is that opportunity to personalize that hmm. so a nurse might need groceries delivered a nurse doctor might need a nanny they might need something like, hey, I just, want, I just want my house clean when I come home because I've been doing all these different things. And so right. what we experienced is this is a perfect silver lining of how we could really personalize the opportunity with our existing clients. And as we move more toward hybrid work, how could we really connect that hybrid work environment that we're in and use friends to connect with those folks on a personal level? as we also looked at it, this is a ridiculously awesome opportunity to retain our best and our brightest people. If we think Mm -hmm. about how we can say, you want to skill up? That's awesome. Here's an X amount of dollars. Use it the way that is best personally to you. And it might be using Babel. It might be going on an Airbnb and and using that. And I'm always going to know that my organization provided me dollars to allow me to do some things and choose and then use it toward my Netflix subscription or my Spotify or whatnot. And so it's those little moments that we're helping connect and engage. And again, that's where I saw and um, how we embraced the good people at Fringe with the good people at Navigate and said, hey, let's do this and let's let's do something that might be a little bit different, but also prioritizes personalized mm. approach and, benefits. and that's where we really started to connect the dots. Yeah. I hope a, that helped That helped, guys. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. It's beautifully said.
1: I'm curious. I know this partnership was just announced about a week ago. It's on a few benefits publications and other places out there, but I know the ink is still wet and there's integration work ongoing and so forth, but for Troy, I'm just curious. Do you have an example or two around feedback from your actual customers? Have you brought this to any yet, and and been able to be in the room to kind of hear that feedback?
0: I, I guess first thing I'd say this: being a, a health engagement company, we're always looking for ways to engage our best and our brightest here at Navigate and and retain and keep them and see their growth. Right. Sure. And so I would say that on our end, our employees are loving it because. At our at our company, we can say you get to choose what incentive you want, and right. we just announced that we're going to be adding fringe to this and providing an additional what we call money in your wallet to be able to kind of choose what you want. Right. And instantly, everyone's like, "This is unbelievable!" Here's <laughs> why why that was great: we trained them in the fringe during the process, and they also loved it. So right. we got two for one there. So that that mattered to us, and it matters to our people. What we're seeing, yes, we already have clients that have signed on, and that's great we're seeing where the opportunity for HR folks to give even more than what they normally do. And when you think about all those ancillary benefits that you talked about earlier, Jason, about what we're signing up for, it's Mm -hmm. like, this is a feel-good one. This Mm -hmm. is one that says, hey, HR, you guys are awesome. And if you think about what HR did during COVID and what, what we call our HR heroes, I mean, it was just like one other thing. Hey, HR, now you have to do this with COVID and vaccinations and getting back to the office. It's like one more thing on their plate, right? Right. right. So, this is something that we can give back to employees um, that are looking to support the day to day needs of their employees. Yeah. It's a checkbox, it's a win. Right. And we all know that when we treat our employees well, they're going to treat our customers well. Yeah. And that's where I think that there's that, that connection point there that really looks at could be a silver bullet yeah. in ha- helping a bad culture. Or maybe a culture that might need a little, little grace yeah. and help them kind of move forward.
1: I'll never forget one of our early customers. We, we launched and about a week later, I, I interviewed their CFO and just asked for some feedback. She said, I have two pieces of feedback for you. One is I've never gotten this many thank yous in my life as I have in the last (laughs) week for Logic Fridge. The second one is don't launch people on Monday morning because we lost a half day of productivity while everybody searched for for what they wanted. (laughs) So like, all right, noted on both, but it is to your point, Trey, it's just so cool to see. I don't usually comment too much. I like to ask the questions, but it, it is really cool to see the HR folks be acknowledged. For all, I mean, they do so much hard work but that has nothing to do with this topic, right? But to be acknowledged at all and thanked—that is grossly lacking um, in our culture.
2: And so, it's great to see. Yeah, it's really exciting too. I mean, just to tack on to that, um, how you're really extending the value of what people leaders are able to do now. So, Troy, you gave the example of grocery delivery, and you know that that comes up and. It's funny to hear these conversations. I just sat through uh, a dozen different sessions with top people leaders at all these different tech companies, and even that came up often as a topic of like, "Oh, well, is that really well-being or is it not?" And I think if you really put it into the context of what is going on in somebody's life, you know, and mm-hmm. I three young kids I've got, but I mean, ask any mother out there. <laughs> Is grocery delivery a well-being benefit? And I assure you, probably 100 out of 100 are going to tell you, absolutely, it reduces stress, it gives me time back, right? It impacts my life and my family in a way that virtually no other employee benefit does. And I think that's the thing that's really cool about this partnership and what we're doing is it's not just about those traditional benefits or even traditional wellness, which is often you know physical and mental and financial, we're really pushing this notion of well-being into a broader category of employees' lives that really people teams have never been able to do anything about before. And I think that's really exciting because the loyalty it engenders, Troy, you also mentioned kind of the employer brand, the loyalty that's engendered by those kinds of efforts on an employee's part is just really hard to put a price tag on because employees just feel so loved and appreciated and cared for by those types of things that really are small gestures in comparison mm-hmm. to the rest of the benefits that are being put out there for people. Right, right. Low, Pretty low budget for the
1: high impact.
0: Go ahead, Troy. And, and as an employer that's continuing to hire and, and, and bring on folks and we're, we're always looking for ways to activate our population and maximize the investment in which we're doing so. Yeah. And we look at this and saying, we try so many times all, all of our clients and, and when it comes to health and well being, every company in the world tries to ha- offer relevant programming and through targeted multi-channel communications and multi-cycle campaigns, things like that. This is an opportunity for us to go in, have folks take a look at what they're buying and say, Hey, we have a ton of folks that are looking at student loan information
1: right.
0: and, and using that as a benefit. Hey folks, we can have some targeted information now mm. around our student loan programming that they might not know that we have, or um, here's another benefit that we can offer because our demographic is saying that it's important to them. And so looking at those little nuggets that I call kind of the engagement equation, mm. what's another nugget that we can add to how we can engage that person, mm. activate them and maximize our dollars? I love it. All right, Jason, you've already gone
1: down this path. A little. I, I have a question I did not prep either of you for, so hold on. And I, I like things a little bit, just a tiny bit controversial. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to go right at this. So let's talk about well-being. It seems to me, and it, forgive the long preamble, it seems to me that the conversation in the benefits world keeps changing, right? So we went from we're going to provide health insurance, And now we've added wellness. We went from wellness to well-being. And then there were five, six, seven, eight aspects of well-being, depending on who you ask. And now this idea of lifestyle benefits or lifestyle support, right? It keeps broadening, right? So I'd love to have you guys directly address the hidden tension there, right? Here's the tension. Employers, some of them at least, they stand to benefit from a stricter definition of wellness, right? As they pursue premium differentials, premium breaks for those that aren't familiar from their health insurer, right? So, employees, obviously, as you've said very clearly, both of you, employees want choice, right? And a much broader definition of well-being to address these diverse and unique circumstances. So, my question is this, for either or both of you, where do you see the industry landing on this? Will the bulk of employers hang on to the premium differentials, right? And have that be kind of the focus of where they want to save some money, or expand their focus and pursue the recruiting and retention gains that are out there, which would be the, maybe the trade-off. So what are you hearing as you approach prospective clients on that potential tension?
2: You've got a lot more experience,
0: Troy. I feel like you should take this one first. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would say that it's interesting. So I would say that the first thing that we're seeing it on, it changes tough. Right. And, and and we've all had to pivot um and pivot significantly over right. the cat last sixteen months. Right. Right. I would say that it is a wonderful experience now that on the tailwinds of COVID, that people are embracing this flexibility. Hmm. They're making it a priority to think about well being. Rather than worrying about the wellness and the well being, they're embracing it. They're making it a priority. So this is going up to the C suite where it used to be within in the CHRO role. This is going up, the finance this is going up to the CEO role. And so I would say that the fact that that people are, we're always trying for continuous improvement, right? You always need to be agile. Fringe allows us to do that. The, the mindset of saying, hey, we're thinking about everyone's well-being and we can be a very, we can take a very data-driven approach to that right. and embrace that. And again, I think leading organizations are using that data to pinpoint high-impact opportunities and focus on where they can show their purpose as a company, their value system as a company, and folks are embracing that in this this new work environment that we're we're having. So I would take that as my, my high point to that. Right. And I will say this too, guys, we need to look at this. When we start to see about folks getting back into their doctors and we're starting to see claims going up, we're going to have cost of premiums go up. Yeah. But also think about the cost of turnover when people are leaving. So there's a there's a balancing act there, right? right? But I guess if you're if you're embracing that, you see clear in that as a business strategy of our overall bottom line of retention. We're gonna work on healthcare costs, we're gonna look at pinpoint and pinpoint high impact opportunities. Yeah, that's where I think this wonderful opportunity that we have yeah. to embrace people's overall well-being, and again, build that architect of care that we're talking about.
2: Jason, I don't know if you, do you want to add to that at all. <laughs> I feel like it's dangerous to try.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: nailed it. Uh, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if if I had anything to add, I I think it would be encouraging the companies out there that we work with and talk to, to be really honest about why they're doing different programs. Because I think when it comes to wellness, wellness traditionally has had a very uh, specific meaning behind it around employee programs. And it was always related to, you know, wellness activities like health, fitness, physical, financial, and emotional We're going to lead to more engaged employees, which would lead to more productive employees. And so the whole wellness kind of concept sort of circulated around ultimately employee productivity, right? Mm -hmm. And so what's changed is employees have actually been more productive, like through the pandemic. And so what we learned is culture isn't built solely upon employee engagement and productivity, it's actually built upon you know, a more multifaceted solution, which is, well, what is well-being mean? And it's all these other parts of an employee's experience. Like, do they feel cared for? Do they feel safe? You know, do they feel appreciated, which right. is also something different than recognition. Right. And a lot of the traditional programming doesn't really speak to some of those other areas of an employee's experience in the same way yeah. that maybe yeah. just a gym program does.
1: Right. Yeah. I'd like to close. I'm, I'd like each of you to answer this question. It's a very simple question. And, and of course, the answer isn't just by Navigate plus Fringe, right? There's, there's more to it. But if you were just to give advice, you had one conversation, let's set up the scenario. You're on a 45-minute flight with an HR professional, right? And you get one chance, right, to teach them all you know. How do you recruit top talent and keep them? That's the question. So either one of you can go first, but how do you recruit top talent and keep them? Cause I'm sure every listener would love to know your answer to that question.
0: I would say this guys, I think very similar to the example you gave of why you wanted to work with Navigate and we wanted to work with you is our values aligned. Mm. Um, I think that the, one of the best recruiting tools is referrals from your own employees right and then also you know we work with wonderful broker consultants throughout the country and when a broker consultant says hey i know this person they'd be perfect for you th- that aligns with our culture that aligns with their purpose to me that's how we're recruiting folks and how we're we're seeing so we're getting it right and we don't always get it right at our company but we're trying to get it right most of the time right and then when you reflect that hey these guys are doing good things for other people and they're they're sparking a different conversation inside health and well being. People gravitate to that. Yeah. It's fresh air, right? It's fresh air that that is proving that in this great resignation time that people are seeing that employees and companies can value the same thing, mm-hmm. and I can stay with that, and I can go to work for them in a in a very purpose driven uh, mentality. So I would say that's that's how that's how we analyze things and and we see our strengths and see some gaps and, and uh, always trying to improve on that, but that'd be my take on it.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, what comes to mind for me is it is the work meaningful, right? People want to find, as Troy just said, purpose-driven work. They want to find work that, is fulfilling and gives them meaning, right? And that's something kind of outside of what Fringe does, what Navigate does, right? That's really about the organization and where they're headed and what they're doing to do good in the world and so forth. But I think the area that we play in that is equally as important is employees want to know that they're cared for and appreciated and valued intrinsically, Mm -hmm. you know, as a human being at the place that they work. And so, A lot of organizations talk about like, oh, we want to treat people like family. But one of the things about family is that people in a family are loved unconditionally without regard for the merit that they've provided, Mm. any kind of value they've given to the family. And I think that's one of the things that's really important as employees are looking around is even the top talent are going to say, hey, I've got a lot of value that I can bring to this organization, but I still want to know that I care and that I have value outside of what I can produce as a human being. And so I think that's one of the things that we see as we talk to organizations that have fantastic culture. And as I listen to the podcast and the people that Jordan's interviewing is that is something that is very much true is Mm -hmm. those companies that are doing it well, don't just talk about it but they actually have ways that they're going about building that culture to make people feel cared for and appreciated and valued as individuals.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just hosting this thing. It's every single episode that is the one common thread. Does the person I'm interviewing actually care about the people that we're talking about, their employees, right? And, and you can hear it. You can hear it in every phrase they say, their facial expression, which our listeners can't see. But it's, it's quite obvious when employees are just employees or if they're people right kind of in the heart of the leaders so yeah i think you're right it's a very it's a very emotional answer but i think that's the right one right so no I, lo- I love that well we are we are well into half an hour maybe a little over and you know this has been really enjoyable thank you both for just taking the time to come and to share what's going on in your companies and and, and be transparent and kind of share why are we doing this? Why are we making these business decisions? You know, it's there's a little bit of um, vulnerability there, which I really appreciate. And that's that's what people love to hear. Um, so thank you both for your time. And uh, any last comment? I just want to make sure you guys got to say everything you wanted to say, but anything else you'd like to share with our listeners?
0: Yeah. Guys, I, I would just say, hey, thank you for the opportunity to visit today. And yeah. also I say, keep doing good for other people and it'll pan out. So keep the throttle down, keep the energy up and um, appreciate all you do for others. And I'm looking forward to um, doing even more with y'all. So appreciate you.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. That was great. Great being on this and just sharing more about what we're doing here at Fringe. And, you know, my perspective kind of being feet on the street and talking with a lot of our customers and stuff, it's really exciting to just be able to share a little bit more explicitly and openly about, you know, some of the things that we think about a lot here at Fringe.
1: Yeah. Nice to be chatting on the Zoom and not have to be selling for once, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, think thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next week. Again, this has been Troy Vincent, founder and CEO of Navigate, and Jason Murray, who is a co-founder and head of growth at Fringe. Please do hit them up on LinkedIn, connect with them, ask them questions, follow up. They'd love to speak to you, hear from you. Uh, and thanks again for listening. Bye-bye.